Welcome back, Vitamizers. Wow, uh, episode 39 already. Uh, we are happy to be here as always. And um, before we dive into it, this this show has two previous guests, both guests today. So we got a two-guest show. How many more times can I say the word guest? You guess. Haha. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> before we dive into it, um, as always, I am Allison here with MSW Lounge in Austin, Texas. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. We are also brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now, there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can use to customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Last but not least, we are sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. Okay, like I said, there are two guests on this podcast today, and they have each had their own solo episode in the past, but they are starting a business together. It is Sydney and Shada Tarabi. Girls, I apologize again if I said your name wrong. I have no excuse with a last name like mine, but um, the Tarabi sisters are incredible. Um, They have just launched a new company as of last week. They got the paperwork, and... um, it was great talking to them about uh, why they decided to go into the business that they did. So I will let Sydney and Shada take it from here on the How Do You Health podcast, episode 39. Hi guys, welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. It feels like it's been like a, a few days before. A break. Yeah, it's been yeah. like a week or two since we last filmed, but uh, glad to be back. And uh, we're going to have the Tarabi sisters, Sydney and Shada. Uh, we've had individual podcasts with them already mm-hmm. because they're great influencers in the city for all things, you know, foodie and working out and just health and nutrition. And it's mm-hmm. they're just fun people and we've become great friends. But now they've turned into entrepreneurs and started their own uh, CBD company, Restart CBD. Yes. That, that's correct, that's right? Correct. So yeah. um, give us some background because I know that um, I know that um, it's. CBD has been in the family, right, for you guys for a while. So give us a background of how it all started and why you guys wanted to do this. Yeah, I guess I'll kick off with the story. Full disclosure, I am a huge uh, cannabis enthusiast. have been using uh, cannabis, not necessarily as medicine, but obviously there's like medicinal properties to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's traditional uh, consumption, like with THC. And uh, Sydney does not consume THC. So it's kind of an interesting pairing for the two of us. But I say that just to kind of like set the stage for my passion for cannabis. And um, I'm really excited that CBD is becoming as, um, I don't want to use the word like mainstream or popular, because I think that that takes away from like the actual value that CBD provides. But I think the- um, Accepted. It's becoming accepted. I think the stereotypes of it are becoming, you know, they're deteriorating slowly. It's just, I think, more and more people who don't associate, probably more like in Sydney's camp where they're 
um, a little bit more health-minded, more into like wellness, don't mm -hmm. really want to consume drugs, but are looking for alternative treatments to help More with, holistic approaches. Yeah, anything from a migraine to anxiety to full-on kind of like pain and recovery. And yeah. so I guess that's really where the inception of Restart CBD came from. Um, I was in a car accident three years ago now, which it's very weird to say three years because I was calculating it and I was like, it was just a year ago and it was two years ago, three years. Um, and so I was in my mid-20s and basically got in a car accident. I was hit by a car as a pedestrian, broke my pelvis in two places and ended up doing physical therapy for about eight months and was still in a lot of pain. And while my body was getting stronger and gaining mobility, I was still in a lot of pain. And my mother, our mother, just kind of being the you know supportive, caring, like I don't want my kid to be in pain type parent, um, started looking for alternative solutions to that because uh, we went to the doctor and the doctor said, you have three options. You can live with the pain. And at 25 years old, I didn't really like the idea of living with pain. I also didn't like the idea of having to get shots injected into me whenever the pain would flare up. And I also didn't like the idea of having to have surgery because I'm sure as you guys know, as you know, your listeners know, surgery can always sometimes complicate it and create further pain and you know residual issues that you might not have had prior to the surgery. So it didn't seem like a good option. And basically my mom knew that I was a fan of cannabis and was doing research and discovered CBD and the properties that CBD had and just the holistic approach to kind of treating some of these pains and ailments and went, you know, to find products that exist on the market. And I think even just like in the past three years, looking at how much, not only the conversation has changed, but obviously also the, the products, the accessibility to mm -hmm. these types of um, treatments and products was much different. And so basically found what was on the market, started giving it to me, and within months the pain has subsided, and it just kind of made me a believer. Um, and so of course that was three years ago, and so the company was recently founded as of two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> why the gap, why three years? Um, I think because there was that stigma, and we both uh, work full time, and have respectfully built blogs on our own. And so I think the blogs that we've built also have given us a great positioning now to be receptive to the opportunity that like CBD can provide others. And so it's kind of like the perfect storm, right? So basically we decided the time is now to launch and kind of talk openly about CBD and be um, educators in that, I think is really important for both of us too. It's not just like, here's a product that you can get because I think it's easy for anybody to say, here's CBD, go buy it. Just like it's super easy for someone to say, hey, I made like a healthy juice, you should go drink it. Um, but really trying to educate people behind, this is where our product comes from, this is why it's important to us, this is why we're creating it the way that we're creating it. Um, and just want people to be you know, educated when it comes to where you're getting your product, how much you know, dosage you should be taking, why you should be taking it or what you're taking it for. I think that's really the foundation of Restart CBD for us. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything you want to add. No, you said a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was great. You did a great job. <laughs> Thanks. So you have this vision of where CBD is going in the future now that you put your flag into the mix and you, your players in the game now. Like where, where do you see Restart CBD going from here? Because if it is... We can say it is mainstream. It is because we're mm -hmm. talking about it. It's on Time Magazine on every supermarket uh, aisle. You know, we're talking about CBD as the next big gold rush here, right? So, so what do y'all have right now? What have y'all What have y'all decided that you want to promote as your CBD? Yeah, <laughs> like so right, right, right something. now we do have three products in the market. So there's CBD oils, which is the purest form of CBD isolate, plus MCT oil. We wanted to start with oils because you can take them orally. You can take them tongue they're easy to travel with um, and you don't necessarily have to make a balm or a product that requires you know shelf life or things like that where there's other factors coming into play um, and again the holistic approach is what is the purest form I can get this um, into my body and how is that going to affect me and then from there grow upon that with balms with other maybe um, CBD balls with whatever the path may be from there but start with the basics and perfect that um, and just introduce our audience to it. So like Shada said, we are very passionate about things that we promote on our Instagrams um, personally, blogs, yeah. in our, our blogs, content. in our content. So what we say, I think that we have our passion behind that. We love learning about other people's stories. We love integrating our personalities and our you know, research along with that. Mm -hmm. So um, with this product, it, is, it does have a history of a story to it, and we want to just let people know about that. Yeah. I think additionally to that too, for one, I think to Sydney's point on top of like the oils, 
getting to market because I think you're absolutely right. There is a gold rush. I think people are kind of discovering it, and I think um, while it's, I think I'm right accurate to say we are like one of the first brands in Austin, which is really important to us because like we want to do local first. But it is really cool because by launching an online store, we sold to somebody in Tennessee today. So just the power of like social media, being able to connect you to, you know, buyers who are interested in your product. Um, So I think on one end it was like, let's just launch something now because this is becoming something and we have the background and the history and the knowledge and like the expertise to bring something to market. Um, But I think like, where do you go from here? I think just the education part, right? Like it's not even educating the consumers, but like something that we talk with our friends who are in the medical field. Um, Shout out to Charles Williams, who's in the room. (laughs) Healthy video. Uh, Something that we talk about a lot, just knowing that Chuck went through, you know, kind of um, school in the medical field is this is not being like discussed or taught really right now. You know what I mean? So I think there's a whole layer of this that while it is FDA legal and it is something that like, it is exciting when someone takes our product and they text me or they call me or they comment and they say, my anxiety subsided or I feel the pain relief. Like that gives me that confidence of like, oh, this is something that actually works. But then the comma of it is, but it's not necessarily medically approved by a doctor, right? And I think that there are doctors who are going out there and they're saying like, yes, we back this, we support it, but I don't think it's being taught in schools. And so not that I want it to go obviously into that side of things because I think that opens up a lot of sure. regulations, not in a bad way, I think regulations are good, but also in just like a, I don't know how the regulated like medicine industry side of things <laughs> is, and so there's caution to that too, right? But I think just the education as a whole of like, I really wanna see, not even just CBD, but like hemp and like marijuana be more accepted as something that is helpful instead of it being looked at like, Um, I feel like when I say I smoke pot, people say, oh, you're a little stoner, you know, and I hate that word. I hate that connotation because to me, that's not who I am. Obviously, there's different types of people who consume different things, Um, but I think looking at it from the, you know, if someone can go buy alcohol, I should be able to go buy THC and consume that because at the end of the day, I just want to relax, and if that makes me relax versus this, why does it matter? And so um, I do think that there are similarities, obviously, between THC and CBD. They come from the same plant family. And so not to group them, but to um, just, again, like erode that stigma around it, I think will be good for everybody sure. if like we can start talking about it more openly as yeah. something that is helpful instead of something that's harming you or hurtful or a gateway to something else. Right. It's funny. I'll be completely frank. I'm all for marijuana <laughs> being medicinal and using every part of medicine. Mm-hmm. As a practitioner, I was in pain management. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it so many times, any of the listeners probably heard this 10 times already, is that I, I was like giving out opioids, like mm-hmm. hydromorphone, right. morphine, uh, hydrocodone. And it was crazy because the hydrocodone is mixed with Tylenol, like mm-hmm. it's mixed with acetaminophen. And so now you got a double dose of just killing your liver. Right. Mm-hmm. And acetaminophen already depletes your glutathione levels. But when you go and you start telling someone like, hey, take this, it'll help you. They say, okay, cool, it'll help me. And something as powerful as the opioids, they, they, they do help, right? I mean, they're essentially going to numb you so bad where you're just knocked out, you don't feel anything, right? And so after a while, you take enough of it, there's going to be a tolerance with anything you do, right? And so after a while, I see all these crazy people coming in and being like, yeah, um, I think we need to increase the dosage. And we're sitting here talking just like this, and I'm like, um, you've, on, you've been on 60 milligrams of morphine three times a day for the past six years, you probably have a little bit of a tolerance. And if we go anymore, you could probably kill a horse with the do- dosage you're doing right now. Not, not me, because I would have died at like right. just the first pill probably, mm-hmm. right? You know, with the amount she's taking. But then you look at someone who comes in and they say, well, all right, well, you know, can I take something because it's um, regulated in the way that it should be considered the norm? Mm-hmm. I say that's bullshit because like I can't sit there and good conscience give this to someone knowing that they have the possibility to kill themselves when... That same person asked me, hey, can I smoke some weed for my back pain? I'll say, do it. Like, because mm-hmm. you won't die from that. Like, I've never seen right. such a one-sided argument to the idea that something has blatantly been researched and thrown out to the mix that it is mm-hmm. so like heavily favored that there was this one stigma that was associated with it almost 100 years ago said we shouldn't do it. Right. And we know the politics behind it. If you want to go and research it, you can have your theories. I mean, I've heard it's been what? Thanks to Family Guy, I think it was uh, the, the what the the, the mill, right? Like I think it was that paper was uh, was yeah. a, a threat 
to pimp and vice versa. And so they said, we're going to basically eliminate it. And so the stigmatism behind it is this. To go up to someone and basically say, I smoke weed or you smoke weed or weed should be legal, that that word alone. Weed is, mm-hmm. is so like fearful. It's polarizing. It's polarizing, right? It's just a little plant. Right, exactly. <laughs> to your yeah. point, it's in any research I've ever done, obviously you are a medical professional, so like what you say is more validated than my corroboration of your statement. But any research I've done, nothing related to cannabis, marijuana, hemp, CBD, THC has ever killed anybody. I personally never overdosed on anything. The worst I do is go into a sleep coma and or I eat, you know, too many cookies one night or something. And so I think there's the joking side of it, but also the practicality side of it of this really is something that is not harmful to you. And it does scare me when I hear people who's like counter to something that's more natural is like, you know, my doctor prescribed me X, Y, or Z pill. And it's like, but that's legal and that's okay. And we can talk about that. There's nothing, you know, negative about that. And so, um, yeah, I think that, shift of the conversation is what I'm really excited and grateful for the platforms that we've already built at least locally right to start changing that and so one of the things I really want to get us involved more within is the political side of the conversation Um, there's like a hemp association nationally and they have a chapter here in Austin based you know for Texas and so trying to get in became a member you know last week just to get get supported and be supportive of it and um, again really not just like put a product out there, but really try to, I don't want to say create a movement, but really just create space for a dialogue that can happen. And so I think that was another thing that I started testing out on my personal uh, platform slash brand was just asking kind of my followers, like, you know, oh, I went to this juice shop today and they're selling CBD as an add-on. I got it in my juice. Do you, are you guys interested in this? And started seeing them engage and respond and kind of that was almost like me doing my own A-B testing of like showing like, wow, people are really interested. Like they're, they don't don't think that this is weird that I'm talking about it. They're receptive to it. They're asking me questions. They're seeing um, me as a gateway to that education piece. And I'm by no means an expert, but certainly someone that, you know, tries to do as much research to um, really just educate myself. I think that's another thing too that City and I Mm -hmm. really try to focus on. It's like, I love to educate myself. So I'm always operating out of like 110% you know type of knowledge and so being able to pass that on to somebody else is it's just like a gift and a joy and so yeah like I'm not saying everybody that needs is out there needs to take CBD but I do expect you to like ask questions like gauge what am I taking now for pain relief like Sydney brought a really good point the other day she doesn't which I still do which I need to kind of trade out but like when you get a headache like being able to take CBD instead of reaching for the Motrin or reaching for the Advil, like little things like that, I think, to be mindful of and start asking yourself, like, oh man, what are the habits that I'm doing currently today and could I replace that with something a little bit more homeopathic? And I think CBD is a great solution for those types of things. And so at the end of the day, I just want whoever's listening out there, you know, to just ask yourself, could CBD fit in my lifestyle? And just try it, because I think that there's it's, a lot of yeah. variation. It's interesting it as well. too because I feel like the more conversations we have with people, whether I initiate, Shay them, Shay initiates them, or whoever, people know about CBD or they smoke pot or whatever they do, but they don't talk about it. And so I think the more we talk about it candidly and opening, the more we know and you guys know, the more that people are educated in that Western medicine yeah. um, kind of is choice B. You know, like plants are medicine. I studied nutrition in college, and plants and food have always been medicine Mm -hmm. to me. And so it's the same thing here. So starting from the ground up, what is the most organic approach you can take to your own body and your own well-being? Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool because um, one of the things that that has always worked for us is keeping things educational, right? Because Mm -hmm. then people can make their own decisions, and I think that they say thanks for helping them be educated by, like, and they want to using your product right. or at least giving it a try so that's how and then you guys have great platforms on your you. on your instagrams so, and you, i love how you guys do that a lot of times like just ask me whatever right and so so it works out for yeah. you yeah <laughs> education it's crazy people, people have questions and we just want to be able to answer them to the best of our ability you know? well they're talking about it already right? right i mean being in austin it's been a movement of the hippie culture that was like all the way back in mm-hmm. the 60s and 70s and they say, oh, Austin's a bunch of damn liberals and mm-hmm. hippies. And I'm like, I take that with pride. That's fine. But, like, 100 years ago, you're looking at people who are looking for Santa Ana. 
and they were probably smoking weed like throughout Texas mm -hmm. and it was just the norm to them. It was part of their spiritual ritual aspect of it, right? I mean, peyote and opium and all that, everything comes from plants, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mor morphine from the uh, uh, poppy seed, right? I mean, it's just right. incredible. The idea is that you can utilize what's given to you in nature for the same philosophy that we believe that everything was already given to us, right? Like we have what we need here in order to survive. Right. And we were always given that. And the marijuana leaf was, I don't even know where it started. I mean, maybe y'all might know that, but the idea of where it came from and the benefits of it is the idea is that you still have the coca leaf, right? You go down to Peru, right? Mm -hmm. Like you go down there, they give you a little leaf to chew on while you're going up your height, right? To keep you a little bit awake at night, right? And it's it, you don't bat an eye when a, a golf, a golfer's given like a beta blocker to help them calm down before a big putt on the 18th mm -hmm. hole or you know fighter pilot uh, pilots get like uh, Adderall mm -hmm. you know before mm -hmm. uh, like say hey y'all gotta be flying around for three days up there basically like how are you gonna keep them alert and attentive? Mm -hmm. like here take this and it's just the norm I mean football players on the sidelines I don't even know what they're probably given now right you imagine just the right. state of the ball game right. and you see the stigma even in like the NFL where all these players are walking around basically brain dead by the time they're 55 and saying like, hey, instead, I would love to smoke a joint. I'm only doing this because you, who are making all this money and telling me what I should be doing because it's my job, I have to go out there and kill myself for y'all. And in return for my broken bones and my torn this and all that, I just want something that's gonna protect my brain. Mm -hmm. And so what's funny about it is, and I, this is why I get on my soapbox about it because it's incredible. When you keep saying the research, I know there's obviously personal research and then there's always the other research but yeah. at the same time like when you look at all the medical research mm -hmm. i mean we have freaking cannabinoid receptors in our body right, right. like we have that we have already designed so if you talk about something that was given to us from the earth absolutely and then it says we were already made to take it i don't care what religion you are i don't care what right. your spirituality is just saying like that's just science right like that's that's fact i think even that though like acknowledging that i think the regular um I'm gonna call it a consumer, the regular like average person walking on the street. I don't even think knows that. I don't even think acknowledges or realizes that. And I'll even put myself in the position of, you know, as someone who consumes THC a lot, I I think it's fair to say that I knew CBD was a part of THC, but not until we really like the past couple years where we started like getting into the me getting the treatments through it and then like us obviously like launching the business and I realized that like CBD is what really brings down the high and levels and neutralizes you out. Um, and so I think just even like having those discussions of like, you know, like this is, it exists, it's out there, it's in your body, or maybe you're already consuming it in this way. And like, this is like where CBD is like a value or like a benefit to you is just, um, just like shifting the conversation. Cause I think people just are not used to talking about it. And so I'm obviously grateful, like to have this opportunity to like educate and also just like express our passion and like, yeah. you know, well y'all are in it. Like you're, it. you're like, you stuck your plant into like stuck we're stuck a flag and down we and did. planted into the idea that wherever this goes like y'all are in for it and i think that's cool because everyone else that we've met feels the same way and i don't know if they have as much passion behind it right like they see it as an opportunity because sure. you know what's going to probably happen with it but mm -hmm. y'all see it as like this is what i believe in this is because i've used it and it's helped me I'm like I to talk about yeah it. Like, like tell people about it to your point like it was something like maybe you use privately and you're like yes I use that thing but I can't let my coworkers know or my sure. boss know and now the platform of just like I don't even say the platform of the receptiveness I think of society is like making it okay to kind of stand up and say hey I use this thing and it's kind of taboo but I think that it can help you because it's helped me like here's my story like this is some information not even like a challenge but like go do with it what you want, you know? And, and I think I've just been pleasantly surprised just ever since we launched, I mean, the amount of people who responded saying, I've heard about this, I'm super curious, I have never taken this, um, and I'm excited to try it. And then like immediately, as soon as they try it, they're like, I felt it, this feels right. amazing, I'm feeling relief or whatever, X, Y, or Z. Um, it's just really exciting because again, there's like something natural that helps them find relief and taking like the business away and like the influencer side of our lives away like I'm just a you know 20 something girl in Austin Texas who also gets anxiety and being able to take CBD when I'm anxious and feeling relief as a result of it I know how good that feels because I know in the moment when I'm in a panic attack how that 
like overwhelms me and I just feel helpless and I just feel stressed and I want some relief and so knowing that when it like comforts me that it can comfort someone else is really um, exciting and I say that and I keep saying it to people because one girl messaged me and she's like I'm crying I feel so bad I have so much anxiety I need to come pick up a bottle from you and my response is like I'm excited for you to try this which I am but obviously she's in pain and yeah. that's not exciting but it's cool, I guess, to know that you have something that people can benefit from and you've benefited from. And like, I can't wait for their reaction. Because and it's, it's a product that gonna obviously help like we created. And so like that makes us feel good. Yeah. That not with really CBD, obviously it's been around, but like our product is helping someone. Like that feels really freaking cool. Yeah, exactly. So if it's helping us, telling other people, like that's all we want. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny that y'all got into CBD because Baller and I, we talked to y'all like earlier this year about all the other things that y'all were like thinking about doing. And we were like, all right, where did this come from? There was ice cream. There was ice cream. There was was ice cream, which I thought was, which still might, it still might. We might put CBD in some ice cream. And I don't see, and I don't see why we we couldn't. And that's what I was thinking before, but it was funny because like out of nowhere, uh, I think we booked the podcast and then Baller's like, so they're going to talk about their CBD company. And I was like, oh, really? And I think we talked before. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, where the hell did this come from? But the cool thing is knowing y'all, like, where do you come from as far as, like, the authenticity of what y'all bring to the table? And uh, just being so sincere to talk to anyone that comes up to y'all. And, I mean, you have a bunch of people that come up and talk to y'all and ask you things. You interact on, on uh, through Instagram and all that. But, like, the products, regardless of whether it's going to be ice cream or whether it's going to be this, like I knew it was going to be something pure and it was going to be like one of the best and you were going to be heavily researching and make sure it's something you provide to all your loved ones to say, hey, this is something we would take ourselves, but this is also like the best of the best and we want to, we want to promote it to everyone else. And like the, the CBD aspect of it, when you talked about the, uh, the, the bombs and all that, I mean, that's awesome because I mean, really – the funny thing is I never thought about CBD in a sense that you could you would smoke it because I always thought it was just more like a, a topical thing right like where you would drink it or something like mm-hmm. that and then when the vapes came out I was like okay cool I understand it like mm-hmm. it's no big deal like but when you get into the whole actual edibles of it mm-hmm. like you can do all kinds of crazy stuff with that right. and, and it's it's just as healthy for if not healthier because you're not even like in smoking anything well right? I think that's another interesting aspect just to touch on too I think um Coming from the traditional, you can call marijuana traditional, yeah, the old school, right? The Hell traditional yeah. like consumption is like to perform the, you know, you're holding the pipe, you're hitting it, or you're holding a joint. Um, well, the Indians were hitting the I pipe. I think there <laughs> is a stigma with even the consumption of how you would consume it, right? So I look at the marijuana industry, and uh, obviously it's becoming legal in more and more states, and so I travel for my job, um, and I have the privilege of visiting said states that it's legal in. And I go with people oftentimes who they're curious. They're on the trip with me. Mm -hmm. We're in California and they go into the dispensary and they're not a traditional smoker. They don't want to smoke or consume that way. They want maybe, they like the idea of a candy. A candy is like accessible to them or they like the idea of a rub or a balm that will help ease because that's accessible to them. And so I look at that um, market, how it's evolving to appeal to, I mean, I used to be a cigarette smoker, so I think that's like what got me into smoking directly. But I I do understand where some people are like, oh, I just I don't I don't want to smoke. I'm not a smoker, so how can I get the benefits of this in another way that makes sense for me? Um, and then obviously paralleling that to CBD, where it's in as a vape, it's a topical, it's a tincture, it's an edible. Like there's all these different range of products um, that really further make it accessible to like you don't want to smoke you don't have to smoke you want to like drop it in your mouth you don't like the way it tastes there's another product that tastes you know x y or z way there's just all these different ways to consume it um and then there's like a really interesting thing that i we don't have like a product specifically for but the i'm sure like your pet could take it as well mm-hmm. i started um just, just seeing a lot of research and then also uh, corroborating that with some friends most recently grabbing conversations they found out that we had the company and they were like oh, I don't take CBD, but I give it to my pet. When there's a lightning storm or like 4th of July fireworks or or traveling, putting a pet on the plane, they're like, I drop a few drops in my pet's mouth. And they were saying that because pets obviously can't speak versus humans can speak, and I think whenever you're taking any substance, it, you know, reacts slightly differently to everybody, like different dosages and stuff. Um, But they were saying like with a pet, you can really see the reaction of it calming them down. It's like you have a barky dog. Give it to your barky dog and it just... 
you know, they, they say, mellow like, the plus, out. The placebo effect, like if humans, like we go into it, maybe there is one, maybe there isn't, but like we're questioning it. With a dog, a cat, they don't know what's going in their bodies, so yeah. it is a really true representation of like, <laughs> what is happening. I can yeah. fully vouch for that. I was pet sitting a crazy dog one time, and my friend came over and was just like, hey, let's calm it down, and she didn't even have to give it CBD. She just like smoked near the dog yeah. and it right. like, sniffed some of the smoke. Yeah, yeah. And it, like the dog shut up and cuddled with me the rest of the night. Yeah. That's funny. I mean, I do think that Pets who are whose owners are marijuana consumers are the best pets. Because <laughs> 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 they're always they're yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But I think that's even an interesting avenue for CBD that we're excited to also. I think again, while the product isn't like marketed specifically towards pets, for anybody listening, um, the product is extremely pure. Ours just for reference. There's kind of two types of CBD. There's full spectrum and there's CBD isolate. Um, to get technical, yeah. both spectrum and CBD isolating both have benefits, right? Depending on who you are, what your background is, there's also a lot of differentiation based on what state you live in. So if you're in California and THC is legal, you might see more full spectrum products because there's not a stigma, at least, with having THC in your body. Versus living in Texas, there is still like that, oh my gosh, I could get drug tested. Um, and so full spectrum typically is more of the plant and it also has other types of CB2, CB3s, like other types of cannabinoids, like you're saying like your body already has it, versus CBD isolate is literally just CBD being extracted from the plant. Fun fact, there's a lot of different ways to extract CBD. Uh, CO2 is the best way just because it's the cleanest. That's how ours is extracted. So just, again, from an educational perspective, yeah. look at the bottle. Look at where they're getting their product from. Ours comes from an organic farm in Kentucky. It is lab tested. It is third-party tested. We know where it's coming from. We know how much CBD is in the product that we're giving you versus I think sometimes the consumer goes to said juice shop and they're like, I would love your CBD smoothie. What's your CBD? Ask, how much dosage are you giving me? Eight versus 20 is a big difference. And I think... Again, you see the word and it's, you know, ooh, gaga, it's on the top of, you know, Time Magazine. People are interested in it. But being able to really know what's in the product, what am I taking? And so ours is CBD isolate. It's literally CBD isolate extracted pure from the plant and MCT oil. So it's the purest, it's flavorless, it's literally, it's like so oil. It's, it's keto. Texture. It's keto. Well, I, I saw one brand that said it was paleo, and you're talking about things it's coming paleo. from the ground. Yeah, I was like, hey, paleo. it's paleo too. It's so, paleo, right? Paleo, you're keto, you can have our product. Um, so I say yeah, that to that? say oh, yeah. your pet could have it because there's literally nothing bad in there that a pet could have. Yeah. So, um, so it's Whole30 it approved. approved. Whole30 approved. <laughs> right? Free. It's gluten free. It's gluten free. It's vegan. Yeah. Right? Yep, vegan. Pretty sure. There you go. Yeah. If you go to a certain smoke shop in Austin on South Lamar and Barton Springs, um, <laughs> they actually sell uh, like CBD dog treats. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And my dog is 10, so like I don't want her to get geriatric and like arthritic, yeah. so I give her those. Yeah. Instead mm -hmm. of like a regular bone, and she's just as happy with them. Yeah. And they're right. sweet potatoes, so they're also like paleo or keto or right. like, totally. whatever. All the fancy. And it's words. good for the glaucoma too, right? See how yeah, she has like yeah. a she has she's a pug so she has giant freaking eyes and I don't want her to get glaucoma. Yeah. So it's just I use it as a preventative for me. I use it as a preventative for her. Yeah. And it works yeah. out. I think yeah. that's another thing to touch on too, the preventative nature of it. I think a lot of times people look for things to give them an immediate fix, and especially again, I keep putting myself in that boat, but I I love to use myself as the example. Um, looking at CBD right as a THC consumer, I was like, if I don't feel it, did it work? Like, if I'm not feeling X, Y, or Z high or, you know, sleepy or the emotions, like, did it actually work? And so I don't want people to uh, listen to this maybe as a first-timer and expect to have a reaction to it. I think it is very much in the preventative vein. Uh, this is something that, like, your body can benefit from, period. You don't need to feel something from it. So while it can be used as treatment for migraines, anxiety, and I think if you're experiencing that, you will feel the re relief, but if you don't have any of those ailments, you should absolutely still be taking CBD. It's not like a, you need to be sick or you need to be in pain or you need to be whatever to take it. Mm -hmm. It's more just, you want your body to operate and our tagline, our slogan is actually CBD for optimal balance. Like we just want you to like make your body operate on all cylinders and just be like fully balanced and prepared for whatever life has to throw at you. And so you should look at CBD, which is why I love it. 
like if you're sick or if you're healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You take so your multivitamin, is, you take CBD. Exactly. It should be seen as like a vitamin right. that you're taking daily or multiple times a day and very much in the preventative vein of just, you need to put this in your body because it's going to be good for you. So I'm going to get all technical and science anyway, since you did earlier. Did, so yeah. like, so this is why I, I agree with the statement, like CBD is a multivitamin. It should be taken on a daily basis. So if we're born with the receptors, right? Mm -hmm. And we have them throughout the body. Then that means where? We have them in our brain, we have them in our digestive tract, like two big places for it. And if you think about gut being your second brain, think about all the digestive issues we have in this country now and all the mental health issues and the brain health issues we have as well. When you talk about the anxiety issue of and all that, all the research that I've seen as far as like actually seeing what it's done in a clinical trial, it's been all like neuro stuff. Alzheimer's and cognitive mm -hmm. decline and Parkinson's. I mean, we, we've seen it in arthritic patients when they have pain levels that are sky high and they're thinking like, you know what, it, it numbs it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's what tinctures do. My, my Thea in New Mexico gave my dad a tincture to basically rub on his knee and he's like, dude, what is that? It's marijuana, that helps it. It's the CBD, it's what it is, right? Yeah. But that's what it was back then. And the idea that it can detox the brain it can essentially help the brain function better. You just said so right now, so all the biohackers and the people that are into all that stuff essentially mm -hmm. do CBD as a microdosing mm -hmm. to just continue on like brain function, right? I mean, my, remember Mike used to say, uh, back in college, the Buffalo theory? He was like, we're just gonna weed out all the inferior cells and we're gonna just emphasize the healthy ones. Essentially, you're kind of doing that, right? Because CBD's also essentially been knocking out cancer cells, right? It's been in cancer research for crying out loud. And it's where it's prevented the growth of cells that are cancerous or tumorous and all that. And so when, yeah, when you said multivitamin, mm -hmm. that's like, dude, that's badass. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you not do this? Right, right. Like, why would you not do this for your dog? Why would you not do it for your cat? I mean, I guarantee it's not gonna harm them. Right, right. Right? And so all the research that I've seen behind it is, it's there, and I think more and more people, thanks to like the, the internet and everything else that people post, you know, they take wind of it and they say, all right, you know what? It's cool that this person says it's all right, because if they say it's all right, I'm gonna try it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I compare it too to like when bone broth became really popular, when turmeric lattes became really popular in Indian culture, in uh, Middle Eastern cultures, like those have been things yeah. for a very long time. Oh yeah, yeah. So the same thing with like bone broth, oh my gosh, this is great. It's like, yeah, it's been great. Okay, cool, so now CBD is becoming so normal that that's also like, oh yeah, CBD is really, really great. It's like, CBD's been great. It's just now people are talking about it and it's, again, quote unquote, more mainstream and we're talking about it, which is just awesome. Cool. Yeah, there was, um, I guess, we know about legislative sessions that come through, right? In Texas, interestingly enough, the last one, they had uh, a presentation for medicinal marijuana to be passed, and it was going to be solely based on just seizure prevention mm -hmm. and, and aiding with that. And it's already, like, you can get that prescribed mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Like, and I think if you're in Texas, you can get an actual license to carry. Yeah, you yep. can carry it with you. Okay. There's only one dispensary, I think it's in, like, uh, right outside of China or something. Yep. And there's only a few doctors that prescribe it. It is only for seizure. I right. see yeah. that, though. There are a few. I think there's two now legal dispensaries okay. in Texas, but you have to be medically told that that. Oh, yeah. And I've been told people who drop it off, <laughs> drop it off in an armored vehicle. Like, yeah. It is, it's really yeah, yeah. intense. I, I, see, I, agree. I, I, I completely agree with that because the only reason I knew that this happened as I was following, following, I followed the legislative sessions all the time, but the reason I know this was passed was because someone called me and said, my dad has pancreatic cancer, and I'm tired of them being hooked up to all this crap. Can you prescribe them stuff? Because they heard about it on TV. I was like, no. And here's why. Because I think even in Texas, you have to have like two doctors sign on to do it, and I think you have to have one of them like sign up or something directly with the F. I don't know, DA at least, but maybe FBI or just some kind of federal other kind of thing where they basically say, no, you have to go to this other agency to do it. And I was like, I'm not going to go through that process. When I, the reply was, tell him to go ask someone to buy a sack. Like, I was yeah. like, just, I just don't, go buy an eighth. Just go buy an eighth, go but do you something also else. Have like, have exhausted a certain amount of medications. So you have to have been on Yeah, like it's, yeah. I couldn't even imagine the insurance paperwork from a prior oh, authorization man. that I have to go through to I just can. to prescribe you this when I'm like, dude, just go to. Go to the okay. park. Yeah, realize, go to Barn Springs. <laughs> do you realize how big of a step that is? Not only for Texas, which is, I mean, Austin is obviously the anomaly in Texas where, you know, 
hella liberal, yeah. but the rest of Texas is not so much. Um, but that's such a massive like step forward, yes. even to like have a dispensary, like even just one. And yeah, it'll take you ages to get through the stupid approval process and all that stuff. But like even that small stuff is like a glimmer of hope for everything else. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe one day we could be a Colorado or a California. And you have to remember that all of those sales that they use in Colorado, all of the, the taxes that they get from their various sales goes to public schools, uh, opioid crisis prevention programs, everything else. So it's just, it leads into great things. Yeah. yeah. I just want to make one more comment. I don't think this is a liberal or a conservative issue. It's humanity, and it's it's dealing with people's pain and real issues. And by making it the, that kind of an argument, we're really cutting off um, a really great resource. Yeah. So Definitely. I just wanted to put that out there. Just will, it's not a liberal, off-centered versus conservative Texas. It's really dealing with people who, who need this. For, yeah. The pe and the people who yeah. do turn it into a liberal versus conservative thing are going to have to face the facts because Colorado is already proving that mm -hmm. the tax benefits, yeah. like mm -hmm. even if you're super against marijuana as a quote-unquote drug, like the tax benefits mm -hmm. are so great to all of the public services that the government has, and they're cheaper. Oh, and they're rates drop. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. It's not. It's really it's great for so her. Many yes. benefits, and there's yeah. no one dying like, from it. So. It's, yeah. it's having so many benefits, and they're not even like not actually health benefits. They're totally external to the human body, which mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. mind blowing because you think of it as okay, it's medicinal, or you know, this is helping me as a preventative measure, but when you look at the external benefits that it has for literally everyone who doesn't even use mm -hmm. it, right. it's phenomenal. It's yeah, kind of hard to deny it. Yeah, it's very hard to deny I it. I mean, even looking at like the majority of our jails right now, the percentage of people who are in there for like really petty marijuana, like drug crimes, is ridiculous. So it's just, just I, I don't know. I just I just got back from California, and like every person that I talked to who was living there was like, oh yeah, so how. Yeah. Well, how far along are you guys in Texas with this legalization <laughs> stuff? And I was just like, oh no, we're going to be the last state yeah, to yeah, legalize it like, for sure. Cute. I was like, Maybe I Mississippi like, will last longer than us, but like, <laughs> they, they, they just thought it was so funny. Because I mean, you walk, in, like, you walk into a dispensary and it literally is like a high-end bar. Like, they, ha they call oh, them so bartenders. Nice. Mm -hmm. They're so nice. Yeah. Like, these people are dressed to the T, wanting to like educate you and talk about all this like, stuff. Like going into a Walgreens. See, this is, this is hilarious. Because I... We're so far off from that here in Texas. That's that's incredible. That. I did see a map though the other day, and there's only two states that like have like there's like different degrees, right? There's uh, like the medicinal, the recreational. recreational, and then there was another level. Things decriminalized. Decriminalized, and then there's only two states that don't fall into any of that, and I forget what the states were. It's whatever is on top. I think Kansas on top of Oklahoma is not, and then I think Idaho. But hasn't Austin in some ways like decriminalized? Yeah. Not really. Well, no, Texas was included because yeah. oh, okay. Texas. Well, yeah, it is. It has because like Houston, you can walk around and well, they, decrimin they, they decriminalize that completely. We're decriminalized in Austin. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like you're saying like Texas might be the last. I have hope because this map said otherwise that we're at least like, you know, we're like the first level versus like some states literally are like, no. Even worse, and there's even two of them, yeah. and I don't live in either one of them. So, so. we'll be 13 next. Yeah, exactly. We'll be 13 next. Those states are dead to me. Looks like can't visit you. Yeah. I'm never going to post from there. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. You guys want me to come post? Yeah, it's going to cost you all. I, you know, it's funny. I asked the question earlier about, you know, where are you going to go from here? I, I, think, I think I could probably answer that for you all. I think when you have... You can find a way to make it into an IV. You could, well, we're going we're gonna to find a way to make it into an IV. That is for damn sure. And we'll find turmeric extract that we'll throw in there. Glutathione sure. and NAD and all that. Yes, yes. but, but the idea is that you're changing healthcare as well, right? Like we always say here that we're changing healthcare and that we're trying to do it through our beloved nurses, right? Because that's what you deal with when you deal with healthcare. Nurses, you change uh, the mentality of the game and what you, you approach it. it. It's hard to do that. Right, you're going against an yeah. uphill battle. Right, we are like the first. Yes, right, and we're we know it like, all about that right now. Yeah. All right, and we're that's what we're dealing with when it comes to telling someone take your vitamins mm -hmm. because it could possibly do this for you. And here's the research behind it. You're essentially doing the same thing, but now you're doing it from an entrepreneur standpoint. And this is the last question I was going to have for y'all. 
y'all have always been your own brand, right? I've always said that to y'all. Like, you've always been this individual. Now you have a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Together. I'm shocked too. Right? (laughs) All right? That was the crazy thing about it, right? So it is y'all is entrepreneur mentality, right? Like, how has the approach changed? Like, what have you noticed in just this short time how you're viewing things now? I personally, I love my blog and I love my Instagram, but with this, I think working with my family, I have, I never want to stop working on this. Like, I go to bed at night and I want to continue to work on it. I wake up in the morning and all I want to do is work on it. All I want to do is make this successful, and I've never had, like, that much of a passion or a drive for it, and I think it's because I get to work with my sister. I think it's, <laughs> just, it's just something that's just so, like, it just feels so right. And that's just like I'm getting chills. Like it's just like it's so fun. And like I understand when you when you find something you love, you're never gonna work a day in your life. Like this is just so fun for me. And so that's where my approach comes from. That's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I would say just like to echo that, of course, like obviously grateful for our personal brands. I think you kindly, you know, allude to the brands that we've built and also acknowledging the entrepreneur spirit that we both bring. Um, to everything we do and kind of like what was it going to be and so I like to think that that is how I operate of like I knew I was going to do something one day I didn't really know what it was going to be we were joking if we because we had access to the product um, for the past three years essentially like our Mm -hmm. mom kind of kicked it off and and had access to it and kind of asked us you know what do you guys want to do they own their own business here in town Austin Insurance Group plug for them (laughs) Um, and so we're fortunate that our family is like super supportive, super like inspirational when it comes to like being entrepreneurial. But it was also just like, when is my time to do that, to launch something and what is it gonna be? And so it is very interesting how, yeah, like three or four months ago it was a different kind of idea. Um, but I think our brands being where they are respectively individually, mm-hmm. that background that we've created, the influence that we've created, the networks that we've built, like is only going to help amplify this now and I'm like grateful that we were able to do that for the past couple of years yeah. to set us up for success now because mm-hmm. I mean that's the ultimate dream is like being able to um, sell a product and have people listen to you and and not that again I'm an authority or like an official of anything in any way shape or form but I do think that people respect us for our authenticity for the fact that we do try to approach little things from like you know how you should like look at working out and fitness and nutrition for your life and just from a place of education like understanding and like doing what's best for your unique body to oh I trust that girl she wakes up at five in the morning every day and like works out and like you know gives me a little peek into her life and like is vulnerable and like I think that that we've both been able to do allows people now to see this and be like okay like I appreciate where they're coming from I might not use CBD I might be familiar with it like now I'm curious because it's Shada and Sydney talking about it um, and so I think that while we have those separate brands, it made sense to bring it together because as I kind of mentioned in the beginning, huge THC consumer, it's not fair to say Sydney is not a THC supporter. She obviously is, but she's not a THC consumer. And so I think bringing that together now for a brand like this is really important to show it doesn't matter where you come from. It's the approach that you have with what you want to do with that, you know, magic, that yeah. medicine. And so it's just exciting to, yeah, like to the cherry on top is like, I get to do it with my family, I get to do it with my sister, I get to do it in my home state of Texas, I get to do it in my home city of Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really exciting to build a business that you just like, again, like you benefit from personally, like knowing that CBD helps me. And so, yeah, being able to share it with everybody else, like, why not try it to yeah. see if it helps you too? So it's a really exciting time to be involved. Yeah. Well, I mean, the hardest part. And just businesses is getting the word out there, right? And yep. it's cool because right. you that's, already develop some trust. That's the educational and, aspect. And, yeah. And so yeah. And so, so it's, selfishly, it benefits us. No, well, but, <laughs> well, it's, but it's a good know. thing, right? Because like, you, everyone has to pay the bills, right? Everyone's <laughs> got to pay the mortgage. Shit. Yeah. Well, right, exactly. It's like, again, I think that's the point that you hit on that I was trying to make, but I didn't finish the thought of, like, we were joking if we would have launched this six months ago, a year ago, would it have been as successful? Potentially. Um, I think all the right ingredients were there, but certainly our brands, our influence, our respect in Austin, online, our brands has never been at at an all-time high like it is now. And so, yeah, being able to essentially convert that by just speaking truthfully and honestly about who we are and what we do and 
it just it excites me because now I get to be even more honest because mm-hmm. I think this is like one of the first <laughs> few times I'm yeah. like I like marijuana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, by the way. Right. <laughs> yeah, like and he's like, I'm gonna make this a business one day. You just watch. Yeah. <laughs> right, watch this, mom and dad. Well, honestly, that was like, if I'm being really honest, I have always loved weeds. Like that show by Ginger. Yeah, Cameron. yeah, yeah. Um, and Chuck and I, Charles oh, and I, yeah. used to grow up watching that show when it first came out, and you know, just the. Um, the ideology of like, you know, Nancy Botwin and who she was and what she stood for, you know, every little girl wants to grow up to be Nancy Botwin if you like, you know, marijuana. And so I just thought it was um, so not cool because she was obviously in a lot of trouble and did a lot of things, but you know, the, the positive side of it of just like educating around like marijuana and hemp and cannabis just like as being a medicine and a tool was one day I could be Nancy Botwin, and then I'm like, but I live in Texas and I live in Austin. How do I do that? And so yeah, this is my small little like you know stones throw yes. and like being able to just like yeah. change that conversation in an, in um in an intelligent way. I think I picture it right now like you have like a, a marijuana leaf crown, <laughs> you have like a sash or something, or like you're laying in a tub and just like the leaves all around. Not a bad idea. Like, next right? photo shoot. I mean that's the next photo <laughs> right there. So. No, I think we're not gonna do that quite. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sydney's very clear. I was like, can we put a pot leaf? She's like, no, we're not putting a pot leaf on anything. Um, yeah, just. I don't know. I think there's still a little bit of that's the next business meeting discussion out there. You got some other, but that's cool though because it's slowly like you can't just throw it all at once. Sure, you got to slowly integrate it. Hey, I know y'all got a plan. I mean, that's the other thing. Yeah, y'all got this covered. But I'm I'm so happy for y'all. Like we all are. I mean, we're excited for y'all and uh, we're gonna support you. Yeah, we're so. How do we find y'all? How do people find y'all? Tell us, you know, the handles, website, all that good stuff. With if y'all want to get it. Yes, so you can find us on Instagram at restart, R-E-S-T-A-R-T, C-B-D. We're also www.restartcbd.com. And then if you'd like to follow us individually, because we do talk a lot about this um, more personally on our own channels, mm-hmm. my name is Shada, and so I'm at with Shada. And then I have my Instagram, my name is Sydney, and mine is Spin City, S-Y. Double Yes. And yes. thank you for keeping following guys. Thank you for keeping it. I love it. And check them out. We'll see you guys. Thank yeah, you guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye.